Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 221. Things can never be different from how they are. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. This topic that we're going to discuss in today's episode is, uh, I love it. I think it's like my new favorite thing to talk about. Um, I wrote an article about it, I think back in August, and we did a whole call, one of our possibility calls in the Little School of Big Change graduate community on it in uh, early September. And it's, it's that things literally, literally cannot be different from how they are. <laughs> and just starting to look at this and talk about it, it highlights how much we may sort of know that on some level, but oh my gosh, how much of our thoughts, how much of our energy and, and just this little thought created world that we live in is, is all about how things can be different than how they are, which is literally impossible. So, um, so let, let me start, I think, by reading that it's very short, obviously, I, these little articles that I write each week. Um, let me read that. That might be a helpful way to start. And then I want to look at this in a few different ways. I want to tell you some of what's come up from our discussion in the, in the graduate community around this um, for people. Some of the examples that came up were so good. And then really um, some of the things that this is not, because I think when we hear this, that things can't be different than how they are ever. They are what they are. And they could not have been different or they, maybe they would have been different, but they weren't. It is what it is, period. Like some of the places our mind goes with that, um, which has this feeling not very helpful. And, and so I want to clarify that. So let me just start with this short article that I wrote a few months ago. Things can never be different from how they are. This may sound like some overshared Zen saying, but seriously. Things can never and will never be different from how they are, not now, not in the past, and not even in the future. Life will only and always be exactly as it is, no different, no better, no worse. It is a literal fantasy land to think that things could be other than they are. Minds love counterfactual thinking, thinking up alternate realities, different outcomes and possibilities that are pure imagination. Our mind thinks in these counterfactual ways so much that we've lost sight of the fact that these realities aren't, won't be, and can't be. We will only ever experience what we're experiencing. Duh. Notice how much your mind loves to think about how to make the future what it wants it to be. Note that you aren't doing this, your mind is. Isn't it almost always imagining you and your life in a certain way in the future, thinking up what needs to happen to bring those images to life? Doesn't it spend a good deal of time creating stories about how you should be today so that life can go a particular way? How much time does your mind spend replaying the past, even when the past is one second ago, creating imaginary stories about how it should have gone? There's nothing wrong with any of this, seriously. 
It is a, it's a mind creating imaginary worlds, counterfactuals for its own amusement. I'm sure it thinks it's protecting you by looking past this and creating some made up that. There's nothing wrong with it except that when we take it seriously, we suffer. We miss this when we jump on board with a mind trying to manipulate some made-up future time. And we swim in shame, guilt, and regret when we jump on board with the idea that some past time could have possibly been other than it was. Let it play its games, but don't believe it. Things can never and will never be different from how they are. Not now, not in the past, and not even in the future. So... Let me say a little more about what I mean by this, and then I'll I'll talk about some of the things that um, that that your mind might be arguing with. <laughs> so, uh, all this is saying, all we're saying, is that there is just this. There is just what is showing up. If we pretend the past is real, we'll just pretend it for a minute. It's not. It's just the thought in now. The, the past is this also. The past is just a thought right now arising that tells a story of some other time. But but even in the past, even things that have happened, we all have an experience of having a past. So even in the past, if we think about that, things could not have been other than they were. And I want you to really notice how much time and effort and energy your mind spends imagining that they could have been different than they were. So it was just a super simple example when I posted this topic on our forum to talk about in our graduate community. Um, someone just gave a really simple example of like, I forget exactly how she said it, but I think she was kind of like, yeah, I do this all the time. You know, like I spend so much time and so much emotion around if only I had turned left instead of turning right, I would have avoided that accident. So that's one, whether it's about an accident or anything. It's very, very easy. We've all done this a billion times. If only I had turned left instead of turned right, I would have avoided that accident. But when we look at that, so what's happening there is literally a story being created. And that story is feeling as if it really was a possibility. But how, how was it a possibility? Like what played out, what happened was turning left or right. I forget what I said, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what happened was, we'll say, turning left. That is what happened. The accident happened. Done, period. That is the truth of things. When our mind goes to replaying that, and again, it doesn't matter if the accident was 20 years ago or, or a second ago, when our mind goes to replaying that and saying, oh man, I should have just turned right and I would have avoided this whole mess. What happens is we start to, we hear that made up story, pure fiction, pure imagination. We hear that made up story in our head and we think, yeah, that could have been the outcome. I could have turned right. Now, of course, as far as stories go, 
it's going to seem like we could have turned right. We've all watched enough movies and told enough stories that we know, yeah, this can happen or that can happen. But that that has nothing to do with reality. That's in the story. In the story of it, sure, there could have been a left turn or a right turn, accident, no accident. In the reality of it, let's say, there was a left turn and an accident. Right now, when you're feeling regretful or guilty or shameful or angry, that things turned out the way they turned out and your mind is saying, oh, if only I had turned right, all of this would have been avoided. What is so huge to see in this is that has nothing to do with reality, nothing to do with reality. Right was not turned. Right was not an option to be turned. And I know that part will throw a lot of minds for a loop. You have to really kind of let your mind be sort of, soft and fuzzy as you listen to this because your mind's going to want to argue like crazy, perhaps. Right was not even an option. From the way our mind is telling the story right now, right was an option. That has nothing to do with reality. That's a story. That's a story your mind is telling in this moment. In that moment, it's not like there were all these options laid out in front of you and you chose left and that was the wrong one. Again, that's the way our mind retells things in the story of it. In the moment, a left turn was taken, period, full stop, end of story. It could not have been any other way because it wasn't any other way. It only could have, seems like it could have been another way when we're making stuff up. (laughs) I know I'm like, if you get this, you're probably like, oh my God, we get it. Quit talking down to us. I don't mean it like that. But but honest, I've seen so, like this is so hard for a mind to grasp, you know, and, and, it, and once you see it though, you see it. And it's so huge, so huge to see. What happened is what happened. And it's the only thing that could have happened. And that's true even if you sat there at that, at that stop sign and said, hmm, should I go right or left? It doesn't matter because you could have only gone the way that you went. The thought arose to go left and that's what happened. Or the, or the thought arose to go right and that's what happened. But to say that some other thought could have arisen, should have arisen, different actions could have and should have been taken, that is 100% what a mind does with most of its time and energy, <laughs> really. I mean, we live in these counterfactual worlds And it is really, really huge to see that that really is only a mind making stuff up. You, you could never have done other than, than what you did ever. That goes for other people too. That goes for circumstances. They could only have been what they were because that's what they were, because that's what happened. And and it's very, very, like way too easy to get caught up in a story of some alternate outcome and, and to forget that that's a story. And that's what this conversation is a reminder of. That is a made up fictional story. You could not have gone back. I'm thinking of those choose your own adventure books. If you grew up in the 80s, you remember them. So cool. You read like the book and then at the end you get to like, oh, take this path or that path. There was also a show on Netflix not long ago, maybe five years ago, um, where you could like interact. And my kids love that. You could like choose, should he go this way or that way? Well, if he goes that way and he gets bit by the snake and he dies, well, 
he that that's what happened. It's like in this in this book or this movie or this show, of course, you can just kind of back it up, rewind, take the other path. That's not life. That's a story. In the story, that's 100% what happens. There's a billion different characters and outcomes and factors built in in the story, but that has nothing to do with reality. And look at how huge this is. I mean, look at how huge this is. All of our suffering comes from thinking things should be other than they are. But what we're saying is they can't be ever (laughs) and they never can be and they never will be other than they are. Think about that for a minute. No matter what happens, now there's disappointment, there's sadness, there's pain, there's all, you know, whatever, like that's all, that's going to happen always in life. But if it just is what it is, and if this is the only way it could have been, think about how different your experience of that would be. So I'm going to go to some heavier examples because this is one of the things that really got me thinking about this was um, some weird story, which I won't go into all the details of, but uh, years ago, there was an accident near where I live. Um, it was on the Ambassador Bridge, which is between Detroit and Ontario. And if you don't know, the the drinking age in Canada is 19 and here in the U.S. it's 21. So if you grew up where I grew up, very close to the Ambassador Bridge, you spend every weekend between 19 and 21 uh, driving over that bridge to go over to Canada and have fun. And then, of course, driving home over that bridge. Super scary, horrible, just kills me as a parent <laughs> to think about this. Um, but at the time, you know, we thought nothing could ever go wrong. So um, there was a really bad accident. It, this was a long time ago now, and there's a huge, long, long lawsuit afterward. And it was kind of big news around here. And it involved an accident on the Ambassador Bridge of um, a woman in our, happened to be in our family, like like a, my aunt married into the family. And it was uh, it was her niece who was driving the car. Um, Anyway, my mom recently met someone who um, she was introduced to this woman and and somehow it came around, you know, like, oh, yeah, she had a daughter who passed away at 19 years ago. And this woman, whatever her name is, has never been the same since, which kind of makes sense, right? Um, Lost a daughter. and, And but then the story went on and on of how this woman whose daughter died in this accident um, anyway, the, <laughs> I'm horrible at telling this story. The weird part is this woman that my mom just met like a couple weeks ago. Um, her daughter was in the car with this woman who was part of our family. So we put that all together at some point. But anyway, the story goes, and this is the inspiration for <laughs> partial inspiration for this conversation is this mother you know, used to just be so amazing and happy and light and like everyone loved her and she was hilarious. She laughed all the time and all of this. And, and in, you know, it's been 20 years or so since this accident, maybe longer. And she's just never, ever even come close to being that since, like not even close. And and it's been a long time. So it just really got me thinking, you know, I don't think this is a rare story. 
but it really got me thinking. And she, I think it said something along the lines of, you know, if only that hadn't happened. It like how many lives were taken in this one accident. Um, if only that hadn't happened. And I just imagined, and this is just my mind making this up, but I imagine this woman who obviously has a, the biggest loss ever to grieve. And yes, you're different afterward, I'm sure, in many ways. But after the clean pain and after the grieving and after the sadness and after all of that, carrying around for 20, 30 years, whatever it's been, this constant thought of, if only I had told her to stay home that night. If only I had gone and picked her up. If only this didn't happen, that didn't happen. That was how the story was told us that she's living in all of these if onlys. And I don't know, it just really struck me how imaginary that is and and how different, how different it can be to say, yes, I had a daughter who passed away at 19 and to be with that pain, which is going to have pain, of course, versus I had a daughter who passed away at 19 and if only these three things had had or this one thing hadn't happened or, or you know, they had left the, the bar two seconds sooner or if only all these things, then she'd be here now and that's how it was meant to be. That's, that's what should be happening is she should be here now. And just to see the heaviness and, and again, like the different kind of pain that comes with that than the natural grieving that we're built to do. We're built to handle all of it, even the made up stories. But but oh, you can just feel the heaviness and just the regret and guilt and shame and, and just, and it's all, all from living in an alternate reality that how could it have? I mean, I, you know, of course, of course, your mind's going to go there and play that out. But your mind's going to go there and play that out just like it would go anywhere and play anything out that isn't true, that isn't reality, that isn't what is. So I just think if we can take a little bit of that, what's sometimes called dirty pain, there's like the clean pain and dirty pain. The dirty pain is all these heavy stories. If we can just take a little bit of that dirty pain away for people, what a different experience of going through life and going through really hard things we'd have. Um, and then so many examples came up as we talked about this in our community about things, you know, like trauma, old traumas and just things that... It's like, yes, you have that to to deal with, whatever that means. You have the fallout of that. You have, there's stuff to be with. There is a lot of stuff to be with. But do we have to add to the mix, <laughs> like this made up story that says, and by the way, if only it had been Wednesday instead of Thursday, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's made up. It wasn't Wednesday. It didn't happen that way. And it couldn't have how could it have, really? I mean, just think about that. Like, how could reality have been different without us jumping into our mind and making something up? It, it couldn't have, it never could be, and it never will be. And the really interesting thing about when we just are with what is, this is not a 
we don't get to not feel stuff, you know, again, you're going to feel what's there. But when we just are with what is and we aren't, we aren't adding all the, the weight of resistance with this from this story that says it could have been, should have been some other way. Oh, it's just moved through so much more quickly. You know, the sub, if there's a subtitle, I don't know if, do you have subtitles with podcasts? I, I do. Cause I apparently like a lot more words than, <laughs> than necessary, but the, subtitle, I guess, or and I think it was the name of one of the earliest, like episode two, one or two or something of this podcast is the ironic way that change happens. Because that's really everything I talk about. It's like we walk around pushing on life and trying to manipulate and force and have it go our way. And, and sometimes, you know, under the guise of empowerment or whatever, who knows, but we go around trying to push and force and manipulate life. And then we wonder why nothing's changing because we're focused so much on what looks to be a problem and it's wrong and this should be different. And then, duh, it's like in your face tenfold. It's in your face that much more because we're walking around cursing at it, saying you're wrong and you should be other than you are. That, that, that can only go one way. So the ironic way that change happens is we come to see that everything's okay and we're not broken and maybe things don't need to be fixed. And that's everything that happens in the little school of big change. And it's, I mean, it's really the basis of everything um, is when we aren't pushing and we're seeing life for what it is, it is constantly changing. Life is constantly changing. Find something you like and you'll notice how, how quickly life changes, right? Like feel really happy and you'll see how quickly moods change and emotions change. Feel really crappy, push against it, say I shouldn't be feeling this and you'll see how slowly things change. That goes with habits, it goes with emotion, it goes with everything. And that's really what this is, you know? It's like if, if this just is what is and it could not, or should not have been any other way, you are going to move through things as we're meant to, as we're designed to, because there just won't be all the pushing. So let me say a little bit about what this isn't, because if you're listening to this, and I totally get this, I would be too, listening to this, and some things are coming up in your mind, like specifics, like, oh no, that tragedy that happened to me, or that traumatic thing that happened to me, you're saying, dot, 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 <laughs> your mind will be saying all kinds of things that I'm saying that I'm not really saying. So let's look at those. So the, the biggest one I think that, that a mind can have a hard time with is this can sound like we're saying that I'm saying that um, it could only happen the way it happened because it was somehow predestined or something like that because of destiny or because it was meant or because it was meant to be. It, that accident was meant to happen. You were meant to turn left instead of right, whatever, right? That's not at all what I'm saying. I don't believe, who cares what I believe? It would just be my belief and my opinion, but I don't believe things are predestined in that way. And, and it doesn't matter if you do or you don't, and nobody knows, right? <laughs> who knows? So we have absolutely no clue anyway, but that's not at all what I'm saying. This has nothing to do with destiny. It has nothing to do with meant to. Because how, how could there be a meant to? I mean, meant to would have to be an opinion. It would have to be a thought. Like, is there a, I suppose there could be a, 
a bigger purpose. I, yeah, I suppose that's what destiny is. There's a destiny or a bigger purpose like in the intelligence of life and making things unfold in particular ways. But whether there is or isn't, who knows? That's not what this is. All we're saying here is is that it is, it just is what it is. And that in order to live in a counterfactual reality, which we do all the time in order to say, oh, if only we had met sooner or if only this had happened or thank God that happened or this wouldn't have happened, that's a story. That, that's not a reality, it's a story. I think we can all agree on that, right? I mean, that isn't that much of a stretch. Like, of course, that's... That's a, that's a story. <laughs> the reality is just that it happened the way it happened, period. So not at all, again, saying that there's some bigger destiny or or that things were even meant to be. And I know, you know, you'll believe whatever feels good to you to believe around that. I, I know sometimes the this was always meant to be story is super comforting for people. And I never would want to take that away from anyone if that's comforting. Um and we don't need to because I don't, I don't know, maybe things aren't meant to be, but maybe they are. And it doesn't really matter because all we're saying is it just is what it is. I think another piece of this, another place of mind will go, um, and this is really with anything in this understanding that's shared is, oh, so because it couldn't have been any other way and it just was what it was, you're saying I shouldn't still be grieving it or you're saying I shouldn't, you know, feel bad about it or I that means I should just accept it. And of course, that's never, ever, ever, I'm never, ever, 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 ever telling you what you should or shouldn't feel. What would that be? That's just, that wouldn't even make sense. There is no should or, see, it's exactly what we're talking about. There is no should or shouldn't to feelings either because you can only feel what you feel why would we make up that it should be some other way? We could keep going down and down and down and down and down. And what it always comes back to is there is just this. And this is just what is, period. (laughs) And a mind is always telling stories other than this. And that is fine too. That That is what's meant to happen too because it's what's happening. So this has nothing to do with acceptance, really. It has nothing to do with how you should feel or any of that. And at the same time, I think I think it's probably pretty clear to see that again, if if our if we're not really bought into a bunch of stories about how it could have been better or should have been better, there's naturally probably going to be a lot more acceptance. We're just going to be with this as it is, as reality. And just like the ironic way change happens, when we aren't fighting, it's going to change. Our feelings are going to change. The way we view things will change. So acceptance is probably going to be part of this, but it isn't, it isn't, uh, it isn't something that you need to worry about. It isn't something you need to do. It isn't something you even can do. It, and, and it's totally okay when you don't feel acceptance. It, it really isn't about manipulating a feeling whatsoever. So I hope, this is a funny one, you know, it's like this whole episode, half hour, whatever I've been talking here, is kind of just saying, 
This is probably every episode, but it's really kind of just saying this one simple thing over and over and over again. But I, but I know, and I know from experience in the last month or so talking about this with people, um, yeah, it's like, I get it, but, but really, I couldn't have turned right. I really could have turned right. I really could have left the house five minutes earlier. And, and again, just let this be super simple. And I think when it clicks, it clicks. And I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, oh yeah. And then you'll start to notice your mind more and more, make up these counterfactual realities. And you'll see them as a counterfactual reality. Like, yeah, that would have been really nice if in some imaginary world, there was some crazy ability to leave the house five minutes earlier and turn right instead of left. But that's completely made up. It never, ever could have happened in this situation. It's a story right now arising. And it's a story right now arising that's almost always creating suffering. So it's, there's a lot of leverage in seeing this, a lot of value in seeing it. So just let it be super simple. Like think about maybe maybe not the big heavy examples I gave so much is like a really simple one. Like how could I have turned right instead of left? And if you can start to see that it can only ever be what it is always, that automatically is going to orient your mind toward, it's going to, it's going to help you see how much your mind is constantly uh, making up these other endings. Do you want a life-changing experience for yourself as you learn how to support others as a change coach? In the Change Coach Training Program, you'll spend six months immersing deeply in this paradigm with me and an incredible group of people. You'll get to observe and debrief a ton of coaching before doing a ton of coaching yourself with support and feedback the whole way through. You'll leave the program feeling confident and ready to work with others and with the option of becoming a certified change coach. The program is unlike any other in terms of the personal feedback, guidance, and support you receive. Check out all the details at dramyjohnson.com slash coach training. And if you're unsure about the live training course, you can always begin with the Change Coach Self-Study course. Everything you pay toward the self-study will apply toward the live training if you choose to do that one later. You can see more about the self-study at dramyjohnson.com slash cc self-study.